Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back, and it is the start of September as we record this, which means we are less than two weeks away from the start of the NFL season. That is right. Less than two weeks away. Oh, boy. And the Lions, and as the, as the rest of the NFL has done, just finalized their 53-man rosters, signed players to the practice squad, a few trades here and there. We're going to be reacting to all that right now here on Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. But before I do that, I'm Big Z. And then we got one-fourth of the rest of the remaining of the Blue Koi crew here. And UJ. Oh, boy, I'm so excited. Everybody. <laughs> Rug Dog, Connor, and Bob uh, unable to make it, but that's okay. Because uh, a lot of these were a little bit of surprises, but not some, not too many big surprises, I'd say. But we're going to be breaking down the 53-man roster. Also chipping in uh, possibly is our producer, Kid J, as well. Kid J, say hello to the folks as well. Hello, everybody. How you doing? Kid J. Kid J, uh, usually doesn't speak up on here, but uh, I've asked him if he wants to chip in to uh, please speak his his truth or your voice, whatever they say uh, these days. (laughs) But nonetheless, um, let's get down into this roster breakdown, shall we, UJ? Let's do it. All right, so let's start with the quarterback position. Goff, Tim Boyle, David Blau. Uh, No cuts here. Tim Boyle out six to eight weeks with a broken right thumb. That's his throwing hand. Yeah. Uh, so David Blau will be the backup going into the season. The Lions did sign a guy named Steven Montez to the practice squad. He's kind of like a dual threat quarterback more so. Uh, so I thought that was an interesting uh, signing. Uh, he, he he comes from Colorado, uh, but I, I don't know how much time he'll get. But he, he if there's Jared Goff, like a COVID thing, and then David Blau is throwing the starter, we'll see Steven Montez's backup at least for the first half of the season. Any surprises here for you, Jay? Did you expect no. us to go with three? No. Nah, well, especially with Boyle Hurt, yeah. This is obvious. Uh, they had to do it. I'm, I'm guessing they'll DR, uh, DL him for a while so they can open up a roster spot. Blau is healthy, and he, he put on a good challenge in camp, so good for him. Uh, now that... This Montez guy you're talking about, they got the backup to the backup. We're good to go. When Boyle comes back, that could create an issue, though. We'll see what happens. But I'm guessing they'll be out for, you know, six, seven weeks. So we'll, we'll see what happens then. But, no, no surprises here. Right. And this is Jared Goff's team. Uh, some people thought coming into the offseason, Tim Boyle could possibly challenge Goff for the starting role. I think that was quickly uh, yeah, it's thrown to the time. side. Uh, yeah. Crazy talking, dude. So many people are willing to just throw Goff to the gutter, man. I, I, it just can't be that easy. This guy was a first-round draft pick, took a team to a Super Bowl. He's still only 25 years old, right, 26? Right. Oh, my, come on. Let's give this guy a chance. Yeah. Uh, Kid, I mean, Kid J, I'll, I'll, I'll throw this to you really quick. Just what do you think Jared Goff can do um, with this offense? Do you think he's underrated? 
or do you think he's properly rated? I think he's uh, properly properly rated. Um, he uh, just um, he just needs you just need to give him like a structure and a lot of things to do, or uh, a, like a clear direction of what he wants to do. He's not like an improviser, like you know, like Matt Stafford was or anything. You just need to give him like a clear direction. Like, I think if he he's not a very good like drop back passer, so I think if the Lions like um, if the Lions are forced into that situation with their run game and they get stuffed on first and second down quite a bit um the third down the third down like passing success might not be might, might not be good but if he if they can get in like play action he'll be pretty decent i think yeah interesting yeah. and i think we'll see a lot of play action especially in this uh, anthony lynn offense yeah for well, sure let's move on to a more interesting position uj yeah running back the lions okay. are carrying five technically four with a fullback uh it, so you got deandre swift Jamal Williams, no surprises there. Jamar Jefferson, not really a surprise there. The big surprise was Godwin Iguibuke. Yeah. This guy was an undrafted free agent at the safety position. Dan <laughs> Campbell calls him up a week and a half before spring or uh, training camp starts, spring training, um, and says, we are switching you to running back, <laughs> a position he's never played before. Uh, struggled it. initially. But then really turned it up, especially in the last two preseason games. You saw how good it could be. And he was also mildly effective in the return game in the last game against the Colts. And now he has played his way onto the roster. Pretty incredible story. I don't think you yeah. hear this almost ever going on in the NFL. Well, I don't know. I was glad to see Iguabuke. You say it much better than me. I can't say his <laughs> name. But he definitely earned his way onto the roster. Uh, he, he High effort guy. Uh, second, third efforts. Uh, he earned it. So uh, I'm really excited about him and uh, this whole running back crew. I mean, if these guys are healthy, man, we have a potent bunch here. So, yeah, I'm very excited about these guys. And then also on the practice squad, we signed both the guys that got cut uh, and Dedrick Mills and Craig Reynolds. Craig Reynolds especially, I think. Uh, you know you know how this position goes, UJ. There's always injuries. I think Craig Reynolds is going to get a crack at um, – some carries later on in the season. Yeah. No, none of these I mean, guys stay healthy, especially Swift, who's uh, been nursing that groin injury all off season. Yeah, it's like it's like we got the best of both worlds here. That we, you know, we cut the guys, but they're still on our team and our practice squad. So, you know, if we do need them, <laughs> we have them. So, yeah, kind of nice. Our practice squad is full of guys that were in training camp with us. Uh, I mean, here, here, I'll just give you the yeah. list: Tavante Beckett, not, he, uh, Rashad Berry. Both linebackers, uh, Miles Brown nose tackle, safety Jalen Elliott. I mean, he was on he was on in training yeah. camp with us. Zane Gonzalez, Zane Gonzalez, the kicker, Bruce Hector, the defensive end slash tackle, Tommy Kramer, Elise Mack, Javon McKinley, Dedrick Mills, uh, Craig Reynolds, Nickel Roby Coleman, Sage Sherratt, Brock Wright. These are all guys uh, that were yeah. with us. Yeah, they they must like them enough to want to keep working on these guys. So I, I think the, the movement here is kind of obvious. Uh, it's a youth movement on this team. We're, we're going to go young, and we're going to develop these guys. Absolutely. Um, do we think Swift, how many carries do we think he gets in week one, two weeks from now, or 11 days from now? I, I'm guessing 10. I think they're going to nurse him or bring him back slowly, considering he hasn't played at all. Uh, I agree with you. He while. might not even start, you know. Uh, I don't know. You definitely want this guy for the season, so they're going to take it easy. I mean, I guess he was practicing better at the end, so maybe he'll be okay. I don't know. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, I think they're going to take it easy on him at first. We've we got enough depth there we can throw guys in, so we don't have to burn him up right now in the first game. So I'm really excited about Jamar Jefferson. I think he's going to do some stuff, especially on third down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 
This kid's gonna. I think he's gonna be exciting. He'll get. He'll get plenty. I think he'll get plenty of chances too. Absolutely, and it's. I like how Jason Gabinda, a former linebacker uh, turned fullback last year, is now kind of cement himself as a fullback going forward in his career. I like. I like these guys that reinvent themselves later in their career. Yeah, really, it's awesome. Gabinda, and then this uh, Igwebuke. <laughs> oh man, it's hard to say. I'm sorry. Should we just give him a oh, nickname like Iggy or Iggy <laughs> or Buke or? Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Iggy's good. I like Iggy. Let's call him Iggy, at least on the podcast here. Yeah. All right. (laughs) I don't know if anybody else calls him that. We'll have to look up if that's his actual nickname or or whatnot, but Iggy for now. We got Iffy. We got Iggy. Yeah. We'll come up with names for all these guys. We'll come up with some good ones. (laughs) Well, you should be some. Yeah, we got to work on that, really. UJ, here's a fascinating position, Um, and it is the most up and down one. I think it's still going to go through a lot of changes even during the season. That is wide receiver. Tyrell yes. Williams, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Khalif Raymond, uh, who yeah. was a, a bubble guy at the beginning of training camp and cemented himself easily throughout uh, the course of training camp and preseason. Yeah. Then you got Cephas. Then the Lions trade for a guy named Trinity Benson from the Broncos. The Broncos are a pretty deeper receiver. Um, so just. Yeah. And this guy runs a sub 440. They're definitely looking for that speed. Um, and then yeah. Tom Kennedy. Making a roster, probably the fifty third guy to make the team. That a boy, Tom. Way um, to go, buddy! So, you you earned it, man. Took you three years to do it, but you're there. Absolutely, absolutely. It'll it'll be fascinating to see if he can uh, hold that uh, for yeah. during the season. Well, you know, he's a unique receiver. Like, uh, I mean, obviously, not just he's a little white guy, but he reminds you of Amadol a little bit, mm-hmm. Edelman, maybe. You know, but he looks like just a really reliable guy. Quick feet. I mean, can create uh, separation. I think he's going to be. Very helpful on this team. You really do. Yeah, I think really solid route runner, too. A guy that can get to the right spot um, yeah. in Anthony Lynn's offense. I think that's why they value you know him so what? much. And that's what Goff's going to need, really. I, I think he's going to – I don't think we're going to see a lot of downfield stuff, at least initially, unless we can open up the running game. But I think he's going to rely on those short guys, you know, like Kennedy and uh, Monra St. Brown and, and the backs coming out of the backfield. I think that's remote. And, of course, uh, you know, Hawkinson. But uh, – you know, middle short stuff. I think we're gonna see a lot of that. I don't know for better or for worse, but uh <laughs> I think yeah. Uh, yeah. The biggest anyway. the biggest surprise cut um was Brashad Perryman. Um uh, and I think surprise like throughout training camp he was hurt and then when he finally had some chances to show what he got, what he has, um he did not show it. Uh, he dropped a couple passes in the last yeah. preseason game. So it was an, I think, an easy decision from the coaches to cut him just based on performance. But as a GM, yeah. I imagine it was a little tough considering the two or three, I think it was two million guaranteed that it ends up hurting on the salary cap uh, for a guy that didn't even make it out of trading camp. That's a little yeah. rough, especially a guy that had some success in the past. I know, and me too. As it's, he's a legacy, you know. I mean, his dad played here and was a great receiver here. I, I thought there'd be a little more personal, like. He wanted to be great here like his dad was. I, I thought I'd see some of that, but it never really seemed to nothing developed for him during practice. So I don't know. I don't know what it is. Is it mental or physical? Don't know. Right. I know he's he's dealt with uh injuries throughout his career uh as well. But it just an yeah. interesting the the wide receiver position was such a mystery coming into training camp and it, it kind of still is a mystery to see how they are gonna fit into this offense, all these wide receivers. 
Uh, Tyrell Williams, the clear number one wide receiver, if you don't include TJ Hawkinson, yeah. probably is our 1A or 1B. Uh, I, I, yeah. I expect TJ Hawkinson to be the number one target in this offense, I think, going forward, though. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just a little more about Trinity Benson. Uh, this guy was an undrafted out of East Central University in 2019 and spent the last two years in the Broncos practice squad. This uh, preseason, he caught eight passes for 80 yards and two touchdowns, six foot 180, and as we mentioned, a sub 4440. So, a guy to look look to. Uh, the Lions at pro scouting uh, department clearly had an eye on him to make that trade uh, yeah. right away. So, it'll be interesting to see what uh, he can do. They gave up a couple draft picks to do it, so they must believe in this kid. Yeah, they got one back, though. They got one back. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, they thought enough of him to do that, so. Right. Yeah. Um. So the next position is tight end. The Lions kept TJ Hawkinson and Darren Fells and cut Brock Wright and Elise Mack. Now, I say that because there's news out today that Darren Fells got cut. But, uh. Don't I, I wouldn't say worry don't worry about that. I think Darren Fells will be back on the roster. Um there's something weird that goes on. The Vikings are also doing this with Everson Griffin, where he's technically cut. Um but they will be returned to the fifty three man roster without a real threat of being lost to another team. So I think Darren Fells is definitely a part of this roster uh going forward. They I think with Deshaun Hand going on IR and stuff, they just had to make some weird roster and Tim Boyle going on IR, they had to make some weird roster moves because they are veterans. Uh there's some rule that I can't quite explain. But everything I've read is don't worry, Darren Fells will be on this roster. Um so yeah, T Hawkinson Darren Fells. One tight end is just not possible. <laughs> no, no. But technically they're free agents, but apparently from what I read, they they make some kind of agreement with him beforehand. They says, "Look, we're going to cut you. But yeah. We're going to tell you we're going to sign you immediately right away." They just had to clear roster room for these uh, free agents that they picked up. So yeah, and if uh, yeah, he'll be back. If they didn't keep their word, agents would fume at the Lions, and there'd be a lot of distrust going forward. Yeah. Not just with between that player and that agent and the team, but it, word spread. Word would spread quickly if the team didn't keep their word. Right. Um. So Brock Wright and Elise Mack, they were both battling for that third tight end spot. Apparently, the Lions thought. Let's carry an extra wide receiver instead of uh, a third tight end. So Brock Wright and Elise Mack get cut. I was really hoping Brock Wright made the team. I, I still like him a lot. But both these guys made the practice squad, so they're definitely not out of the uh, the running to right. get, get up on the team later in the year. Right. Uh, Darren Fells, he does concern me a little bit. Uh, I don't know if it's his age or what, but he had a pretty rough – few preseason game there, especially with a lot of holding calls and penalties. But he is a veteran. Hopefully yeah. they fix that. Yeah. He's, he's had a good – last couple of years have been pretty good for him, so hopefully he doesn't trail off too much here. <laughs> right. Because uh, – so I think he'll be okay, though. He's a veteran. What the heck? He's a little old in the tooth, but <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be okay. <laughs> so let's move on to offensive line now, UJ. We got yeah. Taylor Decker, left tackle, Jonah Jackson, Frey Greg now, Big V, Panay Sewell, Matt Nelson, yeah. Logan Stenberg making the roster. Hell and yeah. Backup center slash guard Evan Brown. Uh yeah. how do you feel about Logan Stenberg uh you know continuing to make the roster here for the Lions? Listen, I, I know he's neck... I know he's hurt right now, but uh I know you yeah, I think but, you feel well, good. Supposedly about not too bad. He got his ankle rolled on or something, but I guess he's gonna be okay. So, but no, I love Stenberg. I, I know he's not starting now, but I, I think there's a future for this kid. 
I think by next year he will be a starter. I think he just seems to be one of those guys. And I don't know. I was impressed by him in, in preseason, to be honest with you. He, yeah, and, and the, the run, run game. In the, and the run in game. the run yeah. game. Oh, my God. He was burying people. It was beautiful to watch. The past game was a little rough, but he, I saw. I thought he improved a lot. So I think they saw enough improvement in him that he's worth developing. So uh, yeah, I think eventually this kid's gonna be really good. Compared to where you person. saw the tape out of college and also last year uh, in the preseason, definitely yeah, big improvements. Which is what do you want to see? Uh, exactly. Especially have a guy in the fourth round, grade one MCL sprain. Uh, so yeah, like you said, not a not a major injury by any means. He should be ready to go by. Uh, Week one, he will be the top backup guard, uh, which is a big step up for him uh, compared to where oh, yeah. he was a year ago. Oh, yeah. And and uh, what a Dan Campbell guy. You know, like we saw his tape in college, just a guy that wants to bury people yeah. into the ground uh, to the point of maybe a few flags being thrown his way because of that uh, aggressiveness. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, definitely a guy that's got the right, uh, you know, biting kneecaps attitude that Dan Campbell's looking for. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, our line, our line looks good though overall. I I didn't see any real surprises there, but uh, Crosby maybe, if anything. But I'll tell you what surprised me about the Crosby letting him go was the way Campbell talked about him. Right. He, you know, usually it wasn't like saying nice things. You know, there wasn't room. And because now he just wasn't playing as good. Yeah. <laughs> the other guys like, like okay, that was kind of blunt. I thought. I wonder what that was about. Because they're usually more diplomatic about saying he just, no, I just wasn't playing well. You know, I thought that was kind of, I don't know. Right, yeah. I don't know what it means. I mean, he, even uh, like Logan Stenberg early on in training camp, he said uh, some good things, some bad. Uh, but yeah. for Tyler Crosby, not a lot of not a lot of praise or even like a well-wishing. <laughs> no, uh, no. Was, I, I thought that was odd. It was Maybe odd. It was a personality conflict or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Because I've always liked Tyrell Crosby. Uh, so I yeah. was also kind of surprised by uh, – his release. I know he was playing bad in the preseason, but I I also thought he was dealing with some injuries that might have been a, the root cause of that. I still wish they, the past couple of years, they gave him more chances at guard and a, a, a kind of yeah. uh, give him the ability to develop there. So I think Tyler Crosby is kind of hurt by the previous regime as well in terms of his development. I agree. I agree. So Some of this is purging the old regime too a little bit, I think. I mean, obviously, we're keeping the talent that's any good, but right. the rest is they're going for their own young guys to develop. So I think it's part of it. And Tyrell Crosby sure is on uh, he, he's on the injury injury list. Uh, so the, I think he was put on waivers. Nobody claimed him. Uh, and technically, he goes back to the Lions to, where he can be put on the injured reserve. But uh, I think the Lions are still expected to cut him nonetheless. Yeah. So if you read that. He might be coming back. I I don't expect uh, Tyrell no. Crosby to be in a Lions uniform at all this year. I agree. Yeah, I agree. With you. So let's move it over now to the defensive side, UJ. Shall we? All right, let's do it. A lot more. Uh, I mean, a lot of these decisions by the Lions are just fascinating. Uh, There's a lot of turnover in the roster coming into the season. So uh, just a lot of fascinating people have made the roster, but defensive line, and this includes edge players. Like um, like Trey Flowers, Romeo Quara, Michael Brockers, Ali McNeil, Deshaun Hand, Nick Williams, yeah. Levi Muzurike, Kevin Strong. He makes the roster again. John yeah. Penasini. People thought he might be cut, and he makes the roster. Aquara, yeah. Julian Aquara, yeah. Austin yeah. Bryant, who actually sh- showed some flashes uh, this preseason, and Charles Harris made it too. The veteran. Yeah. 
Um, I didn't see any surprises necessarily. Uh, no. But uh, I kind of like who we kept. And uh, like you said, Austin Bryant uh, is fi- finally showing something or a couple years of being hurt. Let's hope he doesn't. Yeah, let's hope he doesn't get hurt. That's been his career pretty much I know. Uh, uh, in the training room. So. Deshaun Hand, another guy. I don't know. Oh, you know, yeah. he's, he seems nicked up all the time. But if, if he can get healthy. Uh, nicked up right yeah, now. Yeah, Penasini was a pr- surprised by some. But the rest weren't really surprises to me. I think we got a really a fairly solid uh, defensive line here, including the edge guys. In fact, our edge guys, I think, are better than our defensive line slightly. Although our D line could be something good if these guys develop the right. So we'll see. I mean, right. Lee McNeil looks looks like he's going to be a good one. <laughs> uh, I agree. Levi, I'm very excited yeah. about those two uh, going forward in their careers. Oh yeah, it'll be yeah. fun to watch. A lot of meat in the middle, though. A lot of defensive tackles: Levi, Liam, Nick Williams, Kevin Strong, John Penasini. I, I was kind of surprised to see mm-hmm. that many big guys. Uh, Stick around, but I think also part of this is because Deshaun Hand is going to go in the IR, uh, so I, I think that's why they went a little deeper there. Yeah, um, Bruce Hector he got cut a lot, he had a good preseason, uh, but he is on the practice squad, so there's still the opportunity for him to come up later if no one else wants to claim him or bring him onto their team. Uh, but yeah, I really like this defensive line though, UJ. I'm very excited about our offensive line and defensive line. This was the focus of the draft. Um, it's been the focus of the offseason, building this up and making this the strength of our team. Uh, the 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 front, or the, I guess it's the good. lines. Now, I wouldn't I, I, don't, I wouldn't go as far as front seven because the linebackers uh, we are still unknown. But as far as our yeah. linemen on both the offense and defensive side of the ball, I'm very excited at the depth. Yeah. And the strength this defensive line, it's got an interesting mix of uh, experience and, and raw talent, you know, young guys and old guys. Uh, Nick Williams, mm-hmm. Rockers, you know, give that experience. And they're Kevin Strong. And then with all these young guys coming up, uh, I don't know. It's a good mix, man. It's a really good mix. On the edge, too. I mean, Trey Flowers, I mean, I think he's going to be fine. I think he'll be good. Romeo Quara looks like he's ready to take on the world. Julian's developing. Austin Bryant looks healthy again. I don't know. I don't know. They could do something here. It's going to be fun to watch. Absolutely. And and I want to throw this to uh, our producer, Kid J, really quick, uh, just because you have some knowledge about the Rams. But uh, Michael Brockers, what does he bring uh, to a defense? And what what do you bring to the Rams defense? He's just a very good, um, you know, um, his pass rushing skills have kind of diminished a little bit as he's gotten older, but he's been. But he's he's a great like you know like a gap filler gap filler and just kind of provides you know a little bit of pass rush and just is an over a solid um a solid uh, defender against the run and I think I think the Rams brought him brought him in because they realized how young how many young defensive linemen they have this year and he's I'm sure he's like and the Rams the Rams locker room loved him Aaron Donald talks so so highly of him he's been a part for him for years and so I think that um I think that happens to be great. Uh, for the um for the Lions defensive line, and I think that's what he really brings, which is why they paid him why they paid him a big contract when they when they traded for him. And I think he's just gonna be, he's just going to be a great uh just a great leader, one of the great defensive leaders for the Lions this year. Yeah, you know what else the thing about him is he's got a cool name, Michael Brockers. <laughs> like it's, it sounds good. it sounds tough, you know, Michael Brockers. I don't know. I don't know why, but I think it, it has a ring to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> For sure. UJ. Not, not that helps on the field. I know all, you love I mean, those good names. It, it I know sounds, you love, I love a good name. 
Oh man, uh, let's let's move on on a linebacker. So Jamie Collins, Alex Anzalone, Derek Barnes, Jalen Reeves, Maven, and Anthony Pippen. No surprises here. Uh, Jelani Tavai, see you never. I am very glad to see him gone. I'm sure like a lot of Lions fans. Uh, UJ, I know you thought he. I, I believe you predicted him to make the roster at the beginning of training camp. In so what do you think? Training camp. What do you think about him being cut here? Uh, it was an easy cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, in the beginning, I thought you know he lost all that weight and he was got fast. You're drinking the Kool Aid. Of course, that's what I do. <laughs> I drink Kool Aid all the time. But no, he did not show anything in the preseason. He looked he looked terrible. And it's really funny too because now that. Uh, the Patriots oh, yeah. come up. I so predictable. That, that might have been the most predictable practice squad pickup in NFL history. Is that the <laughs> lot? <laughs> oh my god. The that's only funny. that's probably the only team that was even willing to sign him, honestly, is the Patriots. I, yeah. I can't imagine there's too people too many people knocking on the door for Jelani to buy a guy that can't cover a tight end or running back and can't tackle. Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Tavai, oh, right. he goes. He is now another one added to the list of second round busts of the Detroit Lions. Tease to Boer, um, yeah, yeah. Titus Young. I, I I think there's some others. I'm I'm not I'm missing off the top of my head uh, right now. Mikel Ashore, yeah. uh, Ryan Broyles. Ryan, remember oh him? God. I mean, yes, I those do. last <laughs> two I mentioned, Ryan Broyles and Mikel Ashore, injured. Like Mikel Ashore tore his Achilles, and Ryan Broyles. Towards ACL for like the third time in his career. Uh, yeah. So uh, rough ones, rough ones. Uh, even on Johnson, he's not here anymore. Ashawn Robinson, uh, a year and a half of good football, and then a year, of, a year and a half of not good football. Ashawn Robinson on the Rams, right, Kid Jay? Yeah, yeah, he signed still. The, yeah, he's still on the Rams. Yeah, yeah. They expect yeah. The, they expect him to play a big role this year. So I'm sure he's, they a, do. he's a solid guy. Ashawn's a solid guy. Uh, you can fit in on a good line somewhere. Hey, uh, who, oh, shoot, we we're just talking about who? Oh shoot, I had a brain meltdown there. Sorry, that's what happens when you're old. You know, sometimes <laughs> you forget things. But oh, good lord, go on, <laughs> Big Z. What are you it'll talking? It'll come back to me. UJ, it'll just... come back to me. Uh, oh, okay. It'll, it'll come back to me. No, I... <laughs> it'll come. I'm telling you. Uh, okay, I don't know Hang what it, I don't know what it could possibly be, but uh, <laughs> I don't remember. Our listeners are very <laughs> our listeners are very excited to see what it uh, could be. <laughs> oh my god! But uh, Jamie Collins, uh, Alex Alex Anzalone, uh, and Collins, we haven't seen yet uh, this preseason. No, no. So I'll I'll be interested. I'm really interested to see what Alex Anzalone can do, uh, because our defensive coordinator uh, Aaron Glenn speaks very highly of him. So I and the, the Lions really target him early on in free agency as a guy that could do uh, some damage for us. And He's probably got the best hair uh, by <laughs> far. I mean, not even close. I mean, he'll be doing hair commercials in Detroit. I think <laughs> that's a that's a lucrative market right there. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, and Derek Barnes. I think the expectations for a fourth round linebacker are, are about as high as they can possibly get for Derek Barnes. Yeah, I think we have a lot of expectations for him, and maybe we should uh, pull back on those a little bit. But I think a lot of us are just so excited about what we've seen yeah. and what we think he can do. He looked good in preseason. He looked very instinctive, very in fast. Instinctive he, is the right word for him. Yeah, but he plays fast. And I we haven't seen a linebacker play. I mean, actually, his preseason was probably the best linebacker play we've seen in the last three years in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, it's really exciting. Really exciting. 
Uh, let's move on to the secondary now. So you got Jeff Akuda, Amani Warrior, Ify Milafanwu, our uh, third round draft pick. And then you got three undrafted cornerback slash safety. Uh, so AJ Parker, probably our starting slot cornerback, Jerry Jacobs, yeah. and Bobby Price. And then you got Tracy Walker, Will Harris, safety, Dean Marlowe, veteran, and CJ Moore. CJ Moore. I think he had a terrible off season, but uh, yeah, nevertheless, he makes the uh, the roster. Yeah. But how about this? Uh, AJ Parker, Jerry Jacobs, and Bobby Price all undrafted free agents. Although Bobby Price is his second year, uh, but he hasn't played a game in his career. Um, then you got Jeff Okuda in his second year, Amani Warrior in his third year, and then you got Ify, uh, also his first year in the league. Uh, yeah. Will Harris and Tracy Walker three years. Uh, so just a ridiculously young secondary. That's got to be. Yeah. Exciting for us and yet kind of concerning. <laughs> Nobody, well, these guys are, you know, these guys are a blank slate though. I mean, they can be coached up. They, they don't have bad habits yet, <laughs> you know. Learn from other teams. So right, this is a, like a blank slate for these guys. I think that's why they did this. You take the youngest guys, and they're all talented. I mean, Parker was a pleasant surprise. He looked great in the preseason. Mm -hmm. It's happy to see that. So uh, I think a more a warrior is is looking good. I think Okuda is going to have a really good bounce back year. So. I, I don't know. I like it. And a lot of talent for these guys to mold. And I think these coaches are ready to do it, too. I I was uh, a little surprised by the cut. Uh, so, <clears throat> Mike Ford, Corn, Corn Elder, Mikkel, Roby Coleman, Jalen Elliott, and Elijah Holder all got cut. But m the Mike Ford cut kind of surprised me because he's been a reliable, like, kind of emergency starter cornerback for the Lions. <laughs> and I actually thought he played decently in the preseason. He had some ba really bad plays, but then also made some really good plays. This is kind of his career uh, so far in Detroit. Uh, so I was a little sad to see him go because that guy is uh, – he hustles and plays hard. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, so young. This is going to be a really interesting secondary, and I'm going to be really interested to see if the Lions can generate enough pressure to kind of alleviate, uh, you know, the, the amount of time they have to cover. Because th th that's been the biggest issue, at least from the Patricia era, was getting uh, rushing the passer and <laughs> giving too much yeah. time for the defensive backs to cover. Uh, you know, all these good wide receivers, mm -hmm. especially in the NFC North, Devontae Adams, Allen Robinson, Darnell Moody. Then you go to the Vikings with Thielen and Jefferson. So <laughs> yeah. we need some pressure, and we need to get it. And I'm I'm, I'm really excited yeah. to see once. No, you know that the first game starts. What kind of defense we're actually going to throw out there? Because we have not come close to seeing it yet, on purpose, mm -hmm. of course. They don't want to <laughs> show anything. It is going to be really interesting. <laughs> seriously, I have no idea what to expect, but I do expect them to play fast and hard. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we have enough talent to contend uh, in most games. We, we'll be in. We'll be in the game. This so, has got to be the youngest. Uh, cornerback crew in the NFL no, nobody's older than 25 out of the six cornerbacks yeah. that's that's pretty wild so it's, it's exciting but also a little nerve-wracking perhaps <laughs> and uh yeah well well they we're the second youngest roster in the NFL right now and it, we had the right. uh, 17th youngest and then when Mulebach got let go we became the second youngest <laughs> so you know yeah that, that helped a lot you know getting rid of him because he's 80 I think it was he brought the average down a little bit <laughs> anyway, um, so Tracy Wa Tracy Walker and Will Harris survive again. Uh, the roster cuts. I, I uh, Will Harris. Let's see what he can do. I, I he he had some flashes this off season. 
uh, where he, he made some plays, and then also the same boneheaded, you know, wild miscues. So I think I I would expect more of the same. But let's drink the Kool Aid and say <laughs> he's going to compete yeah. for like third team All Pro. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, I just think this new coaching staff is going to have a great effect with these young kids. So Right, and I really am a believer that it's the defense starts up front. If you can get pressure on the quarterback, that helps everybody in the back end. I think uh, Brandon Staley, the former defensive coordinator, now the head coach of the Chargers, said the best cornerback that the Rams had on their roster was Aaron Donald because that guy generates pressure up the middle and gives, and gives the quarterback – less than two seconds to throw the ball every time. And that makes a cornerback and safety's job and their life so much easier. And that's why, and that's why you can pay a guy like Aaron Donald uh, record breaking money. <laughs> um, let's go on to the last part here. UJ. So the lions, they decide they don't want a kicker this year. They're, uh, they're going to, going to go for yeah. two every time they're going to go for it on fourth and 10. Uh, J- Jack Fox can, has made like six field goals in his career in college. Actually, it's funny. Uh, Jack Fox put out a tweet today saying, "People, people don't think I can make a field goal. I'll watch this video." And then it was him in his high school tryout video, and he's missing every single field goal to the right side. It, it's like ten field goal attempts, and he's missing it every time to the right side. Um, but Jack Fox and Scott Daly, our new long snapper, get used to that name. Uh, he might be here for another twenty years, like Don Mulbeck, Scott Daly. Yeah. Remember it. Uh, but Zane Gonzalez and Randy Bullock cut Zane Gonzalez on our practice squad. The Lions do sign Austin Siebert. Uh, so right now, at least, he looks like our starting kicker. Uh, and this guy doesn't really have as much of a track record as Zane Gonzalez or Randy Bullock. So I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not sure what they didn't like out of Zane Gonzalez or Bullock. It, it's probably kicks in practice that we weren't able to watch. Uh, yeah, but either way, uh, I think we're going to be missing Prater, especially oh, when yeah. it comes to over 50-yard field goals. That's one guy just – I don't quite understand why they just let him go so quickly. Yeah, that, that – yeah, I, mean, I know he had an off year last year, but he's a solid kid, and he's great with those long ones, and he's a clutch guy too. So, I don't know. Yeah, definitely a big mystery. Um, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, time will tell, UJ. Time will tell. Um, So, UJ, I mean, we just went through the roster right there. That's the 53-man roster for your 2021-2022 Super Bowl champions. I'm sure there'll be some names along the way we haven't even thought of yet or are not even aware of that'll join this roster, as it always goes, uh, especially with injuries in the NFL being so prevalent. The roster is ever-changing. but man, I'm I'm excited about the roster. I'm very excited. There was no like truly shocking ones, maybe besides besides like Tyrell Crosby, really. Uh, so and Brashad Perryman uh, compared to what we thought coming into uh, the training camp. But I'm, I think the key, yeah, I think. But I think these coaches and the the staff and uh, Holmes, I think these guys are doing exactly what they said they're going to do. Yep. I mean, they they turned this roster over pretty well, and I think that I think. There's a lot of young talent on this team, and some of it's untested. Right. Obviously, we don't very know, untested. But, <laughs> no, but but it lets these guys develop them from from the start. You know, they don't come in with their you know already pre-programmed by other defenses or whatever. You know, so uh, 
yeah, I think they're going to have a lot of success. And, you know, they, I think they're going to have some bumps along the way, obviously. But I, I can see this team gelling as the season goes on and, and becoming someone, you know, that the other teams don't want to meet. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, yeah. This team's so. going to play hard uh, to the whistle. And we saw at times, and we've mentioned this a million times probably, but at times in the Patricia era, like that game on the road at Carolina where the team was like the walking dead out there, losing 20 to nothing. Um, the the Christmas game uh, against the Buccaneers, just, uh, just constant blowouts. I mean, losing to the Texans, a, a, a shitty Texans team by 20 points, just unacceptable. I don't think we're going to see that out of this uh, this team. I think there's a lot of young, hungry people that are willing to uh, play to the final second of the game, and I'm, yeah. and I, I think, we'll, we'll, us on the podcast here definitely excited, but I think a lot of Lions fans also, uh, really excited. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think there's gonna be a lot of people that get a lot of players on this team that get a lot of chances that maybe they wouldn't have elsewhere. Like um, you know, like Anzalone, he's getting, he's wearing the green dot on defense, so that that's like really. And he's like, he's going to be like, definitely. Yeah. He's yeah. A, he didn't even play like 50% of the snaps last year for the, for the Saints. So they must really trust him to like be the defensive play caller out there. So like things like that, where they can really, a lot of players can really take a step up in their careers. Absolutely. Absolutely. And trust this coaching staff. A, a lot of people really like this coaching staff. Uh, let, let's see if it uh, bears fruit. Let, let's see if we can see a lot of improvement out of these guys. I do kind of like Campbell's blunt, honesty I mean, he's, oh it's he's, great <laughs> he's kind of much more open than any coaches we've seen recently it's, i love been, it yeah me too i love it uh so huge i think that's gonna wrap it up uh I, next right. week we're gonna have predictions for the season yeah. in general yeah and then we will also be previewing week one that's right it's right around the corner home against the believe. 49ers on september 12th get ready Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, Detroit yeah. Lions fans, because it's coming right at you. Sunday you'll be back, oh, yeah. and it'll be beautiful. It'll be beautiful. Yeah, start mixing up that fresh batch. Let it age a week or two right before <laughs> game time. You know, oh, Absolutely. <laughs> All right, UJ. So social media, um, follow us on drink, at Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid on Instagram, Twitter, at Drinking Lions. We'd really appreciate you to leave a review and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, but that's going to wrap it up. Thank you to UJ. Thanks to our producer, Kid J. Kid J. And the rest of the Blue Kool-Aid crew will be here next week, giving our predictions and then previewing week one of the NFL season. So last but not least, as always, go! Go! Field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a lion's victory. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, 
You're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.